this is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. A few weeks ago, my business partner, fellow consultant, and husband, Mark, was on a strategy session with one of our clients. He is a leader of a department with staff underneath him. And as with most managers and leaders, there are challenges that pop up all the time. Luckily, our client has us on staff, so to speak, to help work out some of these challenges. Well, the topic of this particular call was, how do you empower your staff? You want them to do their jobs, you want them to do them well, You want them to be able to be self-sufficient and independent, but how do you really make that happen? A manager's job is twofold. You have to manage the people, which means you are responsible for their results. You may also have your own duties that are above and beyond the actual managing of others. So not only do you have your own duties to perform and perform well, but you are also tasked with overseeing that your team, department, does a good job, performs well, and delivers the results they're supposed to. So if part of your job is to make sure that your team and staff and department gets the results that they're supposed to, how do you make that happen? Well, some managers go the tyrannical micromanaging route where their poor little employees cannot make a move unless it is approved by their manager. We wholeheartedly believe that that is extremely inefficient for one. If you have to oversee everything, you might as well do it yourself. It's also taking time away from the other job duties that you are supposed to be performing. Even more importantly, however, is the fact that you are not allowing your people to have the opportunity to shine, to be in their own brilliance, to grow and evolve and develop. That is one of the roles, we believe, of great leaders and managers. That you do whatever it is you can do to make sure your staff are as successful as they can be. Micromanaging does not allow your staff to be successful. You may get the results, but at what cost? How much time does it take to micromanage? If an employee is being micromanaged, so that means they cannot take initiative, they cannot make a decision on their own, They have to run everything by you. How much time is being lost 
in order to get those results. So the question came up in Mark's strategy session, which was, how do I empower them and do a good job? Here's what had happened. We've talked about A, B, and C players. The C players, you have to find them because they're hiding somewhere in order to tell them what the next task is. B players aren't hiding. They're right there. They'll finish a task and then dutifully go on to the next task once you tell them what that is. A players will take initiative, come up to you and say, I see that such and such needs to be done. Would you like me to do it? Or I saw that such and such needed to be done and I took care of it. As much as we want all A players, not everybody is an A player. And not everybody is an A player in every role. And there are some roles that are more suited to B players. And there are more people who are more suited to being a B player than an A player. You don't want to put a B player in a role that really calls for an A player. Anyway, the client was talking to Mark and said that his employee took initiative, did whatever it was that she did in order to take initiative, and the manager was happy with the results. However, the question came up. Well, this time she got it right. But what if next time when she takes initiative, she gets it wrong? This is the place I want to focus today in this episode. You honestly can't have it both ways. If you are going to empower your employees and staff to take initiative, to have some wide range of ability to do their jobs, that also means you're giving them the latitude to make mistakes. Perfection does not exist. While you may measure everything, and we encourage that, because it's the only way to really know if you're on track or not. 100% is really not attainable. Perfection might be the ideal, but it is not realistic. 98% might be realistic, maybe even 90%. But 100% is not realistic. It's a hard road to travel. It's kind of like being a parent. When your toddler is learning to walk, you have to let your baby fall down and make mistakes. Skin a knee or two. The baby might cry, might not but you have to let them experience what it's like to fall down because that will be the only way they are going to learn to walk and eventually 
to walk well. You must give them that space. If you hover over them and never let them fall, it's probably going to take them much longer to learn to walk. Then you've added a few other complications. Because they don't have that experience of falling down and getting up and figuring it out, they're probably going to go through life fairly timidly, low self-confidence, asking how to do anything and everything, because you haven't given them, as a parent, the latitude to fall down and make mistakes. As a parent, it's tough. I have two grown daughters, and even now, I have to bite my tongue and keep some of my opinions to myself because they need to figure it out on their own. We have a saying, which is, don't drive in someone else's lane. I still make mistakes. Mark still makes mistakes. You still make mistakes. Those mistakes, though, are lessons that allow us to learn and do it differently next time. I said it was really hard as a parent to watch your child stumble and fall and not want to reach down and pick them up and, or prevent them from falling in the first place. As a manager, it's a little different, but it's still the same. Plus, you add on a few more complexities, like as the head of your department, you are responsible for the results of your department as a whole. When your child is learning to walk, you're not necessarily responsible for the entire household's ability to move forward from one place to the next. As head of a department, you are. But the people on your team, on your staff, will make much more headway if they are allowed some room to stumble and fall. Now, this does not mean that you're expecting them to make mistakes, that you're just waiting for them to have a problem, to do that proverbial stumble and fall. What it means is you step back and give them that space to figure things out. If you want them to take initiative, you can't micromanage it. The other benefit of empowering your staff is also that they could come up with solutions that you might not have. You have your way to do it. It's tried and true. You know it gets the results you need. You've got a process. You have a system. Fantastic. The beauty of being on a team and working with people who are different from you is that 
they bring an entire different skill set, experiences, tools, and a frame of reference that you just don't have. That's the beauty of collaboration and teamwork. And you lose that if you don't allow them that opportunity to shine. It's difficult. I know. I want things to be as on time and perfect and free of mistakes as anyone. But I also believe in the success of people and doing whatever I can, whether it's as a manager and leader in my own company or as a consultant and strategist for other companies to allow their people to be as successful as they can be. The A players are only A players if you give them the space to be. You can't force someone to be an A player. And as I said before, you can't make a B player be an A player. So there are a couple of takeaways. One, just to reiterate, make sure you have the right people in the right seats. Make sure that you have the person well-suited for that role in that role. Two, micromanaging leads to lowered productivity and longer timelines. I could also add stress and dysfunction in the workplace. Three, empowerment leads to innovation, creativity, collaboration, and better teamwork. Four, empowerment does not mean perfection. The best leaders, in our opinion, are the ones who empower their people to do the best job possible, support them as needed, and be champions of their success. I appreciate you for listening. And if you haven't done so already, I would love a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. I give a simple video on how to do that at the bottom of every podcast episode over at www.theshulergroupllc.com. Thank you again. And until next time, may you thrive. Mm-hmm.